Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I'm Luke, and as always, I'm joined by Ben. Resident football expert, Ben. Resident football expert. We'll see how this podcast goes, and you can judge that for yourselves. Today, we are going to be doing a ranking every single Premier League manager, but Jesse Marsh is a goner. He's gone, so, he's gone for a marsh. Yeah, he's been given his marching orders. Um, and so we can't man- rank every Premier League manager if every Premier League club doesn't have a manager. So chances are we'll do that next week unless Nathan Jones gets sacked. And then we'll do it the week after unless Jurgen Klopp gets sacked. Um, I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll get to Sean Dyche's marvellous behaviours um, and getting Everton back to win ways, which I'm sure you're super happy with, especially with a Merseyside derby, which will prove you as well. Um, But the theme of the day is going to be our underrated team of the season so far. So we'll be discussing that, which will be fun. But first, it's been... Oh, and Man City might go into liquidation. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Yeah. Um, In case you haven't heard. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Make it sound as dramatic as possible. Um, But first, it's Beat the Bent, as always. Um, Guess the theme, remember, there's a theme between the three players. I'm going to put that on TikTok this week as well, so make sure you get your comments on there if you got it. Um, so let's get into it. Beat the Ben episode 10. Beat the Ben 10. Ben 10. This is a whopper. So I'm going to reel these teams off uh, pretty quick and you can stop me. I mean, there's loads of teams. All right. So actually, I can't even remember who this player is. Oh, yes, I can. Defensor. What a team name. No, no idea who they are. That's a great name. 26 games, four goals. Nope. Villarreal, zero games, zero goals on loan. Recreativo, 34 games, two goals. Right. Barcelona, 13 games, no goals. Is this on loan still? No. Back, he's 13 games, no goals. Yeah. Okay. On loan to Juve, 15 games, one goal. Stop me if you got it. On loan to Sevilla, still from Barcelona, this. 25 games, one goal. Signs for Sevilla, 14 games, one goal. Signs for Juventus, no, he doesn't. Juventus on loan. 11 games, one goal. Juventus signed 51 games, two goals. Mm. Are, you, are you any wise so far? Not at the moment. Okay. Uh, Southampton, one game, no goals. Hellas Verona. And then, by the way, he signed Southampton, played the singular game <laughs> and then left. Um, Hellas Verona, 14 games, three goals. Lazio, 10 games, one goal. I told you this is big. Juventus on loan, nine games, what? no goal. <laughs> Fiorentina, 56 games, three goals. Have you got it yet? Cagliari, 14 games, one goal. Levante, 10 games, no goals. And finally, LA Galaxy, six games, no goals. Have I beaten the Ben here? This is a tough one. I'll be well happy if someone's got this in the TikTok comments. It's a long one. Everybody says they get it in the TikTok comments, but there's nothing to suggest they do. Just backing well, myself. Trust, don't, don't, are you accusing our listeners of seeing lies? Some of you. Right. Who went to Juventus about 90 times? It's a stoppage time here at the end of the 90. Oh. Juventus about eight times. Went around Italy. Gonna have to push you for an answer. I am because this is terrible to listen to. If you don't have to watch it, but it's horrific. Giovanni de Santos. Wrong. It is Martin Caceres. Is that LA Galaxy? He is indeed. Well, beating the Ben. You'll understand why I picked him later when you if you're trying to guess the theme. Um, so it was a tough one. I'm gutted, but still got the beating the Ben. Still got the positiveness. Yeah. Next one. Manchester United, 131 games, four goals. While he was at Manchester United, he had three loan spells. Right. Royal Antwerp, one of them. I'm sure you would be a fan of the Antwerp. Uh, 11 games, two goals. Got it? Sunderland, 18 games, one goal. Sunderland. 15 games, no goals. So that's his line spells done. We're at Sunderland twice. On that, yeah. West Bromwich Albion, 89 games, 
five goals. Got it? One more. Leicester City. Oh, no. 117 games. Oh, my God. Five goals. That's your lot. Is that it? That's the lot. Beat the Ben. Episode 11. How many games at Leicester? Back-to-back losses on the cards here. 117. I think so. Johnny Evans. Absolutely spot on. Ooh. It is J.E. You had some Royal Ant there. He did in 2006. I'm still gutted that I didn't get the first one. Beat the Ben. Episode number... 12. 11. No, that was 11. Then. What yeah, that was... Oh, yeah, true. Episode number 12. 12. Episode number 12. This is a tough one. To be oh, yeah, because Martin Casares wasn't Martin tough enough. It's another big one to eat. Watford. Oh, 89. It's not Tom Pebble. Oh. 89 games, zero goals. Liverpool. So you should be getting this no matter who it is. 89 games. Oh, that was Watford. Yeah, how many goals? None. No. Liverpool, 214 games, zero goals. Aston Villa, 67 games, zero goals. West Ham United, 91 games, nine. 91 goals, I nearly said. Zero goals. Um, let me know in your comments. I reckon someone's got this already. Uh, Manchester City, 93 games, no goals. Portsmouth, 134 games, no goals. Bristol City, 81 games, no goals. Bournemouth, 19 games, no goals. IBV, 17 games. Career's gone now, no goals. And Kerala Blasters, 12 games, zero goals. It's got to be a keeper. Someone's got this. Plenty of you have got this. I know you've been in the Ben. But can Ben beat whoever this fella is? That's a question. It's quite a big name player. A big name player? Well, I don't know. It's, you how you it's got to be a keeper. Might be a keeper. It's got to be. Might so who's played from Watford to Liverpool? Who has? Quite a lot of games at Liverpool, Ben, so I think you should be disappointed if you don't get this as a Liverpool fan. I feel like he's definitely not a keeper then after... Oh, but no, he's got to be a keeper. Can I have a clue? No, you cannot have a clue. You mm. need to guess right now. Going to have to push you for an answer. Jersey Dudek. No, it's David James. England international and Liverpool legend. I had no idea. So that he played for Man City. That's uh, two. Where's this IBV then? IBV, I've got no idea what that is. <sighs> so that's two wrong there, I'm afraid, Ben. Um, but can you guess the link between David James, Jonathan Grant Evans? <laughs> I'm going to put this on TikTok. So I'm going to say that again. Can you guess the link between David James, Johnny Evans? And Martin Caceres. If you can, get in the comments. And we've got, just can get, we've we'll got get you out next podcast. a goal between them. Yeah. So, yeah, great stuff. Um, let us know if you can. Right, a bit of... Last um, minute. Last minute. Collaboration. Editing, yeah. And Ollie, the legend of BTV Sports, has jumped on with us. Um, so, how, how are you, Ollie? I'm good. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh yeah, got me in last minute, but um, yeah, can't can't say no to talking a bit of waffle about football. So You're yeah, cheers, welcome. Always welcome. He's got a um, I don't know if anyone can see this, but he's got a, a jersey in the background that says Jefferson, and I thought he's Jefferson Farfan, former Schalke player, Peruvian god, but no, Definitely. it's NFL. The Super Bowl is on its way. It's tomorrow, isn't it, or Monday? No, Sunday yeah, evening. Yeah, Sunday evening, boys. Playing. <clears throat> It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. So, ah, still so, not the Vikings then. Yeah, it's looking like it's going to be going to be a close one. So, uh, but yeah, hoping for the Chiefs. Hoping for a Chiefs win. As always, if you are listening to this um, and you are interested in any sports, BTV Sports is your your hub for sports. Back to back. Love that. Um, boys. So, Ollie, we have just beaten the Ben twice out of three times on this episode. The three players were... Ridiculous. I think you would have got two. Um, so Martin Casares was a tough one. Johnny Evans, which was the one that Ben got, and David James was the other one. Um, so if you can guess the link between those three, three players, um, which I, I would 
as a clue, expect Ollie to get it before Ben got it. Um, but yeah, David James, Martin Caceres, and Johnny Evans. It's very tough. But I'll let that you <laughs> until the end of the podcast. You'll have to dive deep into the detail of why each individual player has been picked. But I was happy that I knew what the cl- I knew what the clue was going to be before I knew what the players were going to be. Hence why the players were so difficult. Um, but yeah, let's dive. Let's dive into why Ollie is really here, because the fantasy Premier League world between myself, Ben, Ollie, and Sam, um, who couldn't be with us today, he's not dead. Um, I feel like you do that every time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's closer than it's ever been, and all season it's been pretty much within about a hundred points between the four of us, and it's getting tense. I've started my comeback. Ben's now playing his wild card. Ollie sits bottom of the table. So I honestly just don't want Sam catching me. And now he's within about 10 points. It's close. I've absolutely I need my my lead back because he is catching me. And I want I want the privilege of choosing Ollie's Liverpool shirt this the end of the season. Please no, please no. <laughs> can't can't be dealing with that. So... I'll probably pick the worst week. Come on your podcast and talk about FPL because I had an absolute stinker last week. Uh, just captain the wrong guy, man. Captain the wrong guy. But yeah. Have you used your triple captain yet, Ollie? Yeah, I did. I used it on Haaland um, about a month or so ago. In a, yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, he did all right. I think he scored like one goal and that was about it. Sam's done it as well, so I've got mine. I need to save that for a rainy day. But yeah, it's... Uh, Maybe this What's what's your uh, what's your plan for your comeback, Ollie? Well, I've I've I have minus four for it this week. I've took a hit. Um, I've put Saka in there because I know they've got double game week, and I've also gone for uh, Joao Felix because who? Uh, he looked good before he got sent off. <laughs> he looked good before he got sent off, and I think he's, I think he's gonna. I think he'll score tomorrow against West Ham. I think he'll start, and he should do. He should do all right. I've I've played the uh, the wild card this week, just because I need to get some distance on Sam. And the the main thing is I've taken out my three Liverpool players, which I'd had since the start. <laughs> you know, great, great. Don't know how I managed to be top of the league with three Liverpool players in it. Yeah, it's quite impressive actually. I've, I've got hey. Rob Sanchez now with the new Chelsea guy centre back Badashiel, Badashiel. Then I've got triple Arsenal. I've got Erdegaard, Saka, and Ketia. Got Mares and Rashford finishing up my midfield, and my attack is Kane and Haaland as well as Nketia. Goals incoming! Oh, tell you what, Nketia, Nketia surprised me this season so far. I have to admit, it was him and it was him or Nunes. I think I went for the better choice. Yeah, if we were yeah. doing over it, uh, still love you, Darwin. Pain, and that would be. I don't think well, no, getting it's not overrated. overrated. It's not. It's just terrible, no, and, and everybody knows it. <laughs> but I'm feeling strong about my boys. I've got about four people, and no, I've got about six people in there who've got double game week, so it's got to be good. Come on! But there is no Darwin Nunes anymore. Watch him score. It's a win-win for me. He will. Definitely will. Yeah, I've got Trent on the bench, which I'm worried about because I. Uh, we'll go to Everton now while we're on the on the subject. Um, I've got Trent on the bench, um, which I'm, I, I feel like it's going to be a 1-0 Liverpool this week. I hope so. Um, Take <laughs> I think Mudrick is... I don't know, I've just got a feeling about Mudrick. Mudrick? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, also I've got Trent right. on the bench. Because they didn't play for Liverpool. Um, or Everton. You wish you did if you can't afford it. I don't. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> did anybody watch the Everton game against uh, Arsenal? Sean Dye is back. And I'm loving every minute of it, unlike Mikel Arteta. Keep seeing like compilations of Everton basically being prime Barcelona. The ticket attacker player was ridiculous. Flipping was it Onana had a solid game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a good player. He's a very good player. <clears throat> yeah, I think Everton have thirty percent possession, didn't they? Yeah, thirty percent. They weren't like it didn't see. It was didn't seem like it didn't feel like when I was watching like a park the bus performance like they were I've not seen any of these Everton players win that much well since I don't even know probably for the last few managers to be fair they were committed to the cause it's obviously easy to do it on the, on the first game 
a new manager bounce is renowned at the moment. It seems like you just got to sack your manager every week and you get a new bounce. Um, QPR didn't get a new manager bounce. What do you think of it in terms of Arsenal? Because I think they've been playing pretty poorly considering how they have... Well, not poorly, but it's probably been their, their worst run of games in a while, though. Nah, I, th- I think they've got... They played Everton at the wrong time. I think that's yeah. some, unlucky. I mean, it's no excuse. Still still the same players. And if you look at the two 11s, no matter who the managers are, Arsenal have got the better team. Um, yeah. And it was a bit of an off day. But, but does it fill you with confidence? Because now I was like, putting those three Arsenal players in my team, I was like, oh, do I do it? Because, you know, it's Arsenal. And in past, like mm-hmm. one game sets Arsenal off, even if, you know, they've been playing well, then they lose one, and then they go and lose the next, and then the next, and then... But I don't think that will happen, so that's why I put three of them in the team. I think this Brentford game has got a lot riding on it, because obviously after mm-hmm. the Brentford game, they've got City. Um, just about a rivalry, a rivalry with Brentford yeah, as well. Yeah, they like to get at each other, those two. Yeah. Um, so and it's not an easy. Well, Brentford is not an easy place to. No. Or not is it away? Was it home? Either way, it's not a, an easy team to play, especially this season. Um, As we found out. So, yeah, that I think that game's huge for Arsenal. If they win that, then they can kind of go into the City game with a bit less of pressure on them. Presuming City win this weekend, <clears throat> but if they lose that and City are in within two points with them to play twice. Then that's Arsenal game is Arsenal City is absolutely. They could huge. beat City as well because City haven't yeah. been either at the moment, and City have got a lot on their minds as we'll talk about in a minute. I don't I know think it's going to affect them. I think, I think that City loss to, to Tottenham is just took a little bit of pressure off Arsenal on this Brentford game. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the pressure is going to get just going to keep getting more and more intense. And yeah, I feel, I feel like losing to Everton. If Man City were to, to win that game against Tottenham, that pressure's really on knowing that they're going to play them in a couple of weeks' time as well. So it's it's all about pressure. and Can they handle it? That's the thing. Did City lose another game recently as well? Three losses within a couple of months. It's like, oh my God, what's happening to City? I'll tell you what's happening to City. They're corrupt. They're in trouble. What do you think's going to happen? What do you think's going to happen? Do you think no. there's actually going to be a punishment or do you think nothing? Absolutely nothing. I think it'd be like, well, you said it to me earlier off camera. You said it'd take too long for him to do anything. Like, the fact that they've hired this lawyer who's beaten the government doesn't sound great to me. Hoping that they get some sort of transfer embargo, or that, I think that would be the fairest thing. Either a points deduction or a transfer embargo. Well, let's see if they've done anything wrong. Yeah, mm. Surely, well, surely. Pep's come, out, Pep's come out today, and he's he's pretty confident. That you know, Man City are squeaky clean. And they're they're, they're going to be like you know, no no punishment is going to be needed. You know, so yeah, I, I think, I mean, it's a lot of claims to suggest nothing's going to be, nothing's going to happen, and it will make the is it FIFA, is FIFA this time right or do you FA. FA the FA it will make the FA look ridiculous if nothing happens, but I think it will probably the problem is it will probably be a fine and maybe a transfer embargo. But by the time it happens, I, I like I'm pretty confident that nothing's going to happen least, by like, this summer. Be like so they'll be able to, years down the line. Yeah, right? yeah, they'll be able to get all their business done that they want in this summer. And yeah. if they know if they know a transfer embargo is coming, then they'll just splash a bit extra cash because that that's fine. And they can. And also, if, even when the transfer embargo happened to Chelsea a couple of seasons ago, in terms of like from giving your youth a, a chance, like. The, like the careers that came out of that, and, and City are one of the best academies as well. Like Abraham's like career shot through the roof after that. The same with Tamori, um, like Tamori Mount as well. So, James, yeah, exactly. Like the, all these players they that might not get a chance will definitely burst. Like there's a load of City players out on loan in the Championship, and um, players like Cole Palmer as well. I guess will like get. The, a few more times. Not that they're all there. They've still got a great squad as well. So yeah, it's got the silly things you're seeing. Like, oh, Haaland's now really crossed mm-hmm. once the league. As if he's bothered at all. As if he's there like, oh my God. No, he'll be staying where the money is and there's tons of money at City. So I think they should be punished, presuming they're guilty, of course. Yeah, of course they should but be. But I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think much will happen. I think, I think a transfer embargo is fair or a points deduction, but the points deduction is going to mean nothing realistically. He's still on top of me, yeah. so I don't care. 
Yeah, yeah if it was a points deduction, what what do you think is you know a decent well, amount? Fifteen for the same problem, so I can't see it being any more than that. I think fifteen is probably going to be yeah, and they'd still finish Champions League. To me. I, I imagine if you took fifteen points off City now, they'd still finish Champions League. Like yeah, that's the that's the problem because they're so good. Like any fine is irrelevant. Fine's you can't fine them. And any points, yeah, like you said, they'll probably still just about get Champions League. So unless it's a crazy points deduction. Um, they're like, oh, they're going to end up in the non-league. Yeah, Erling Haaland's just going up over to Wrexham, although Wrexham although, in the league. Like, when, like, you, I, I mean, I don't know the similarities between the, the like different uh, bands and weird like stuff going on, but back in the day, Juventus has been pegged back a couple of leagues. Rangers, they got binned off and had yeah. to come back from the dead. Uh, it's, all, it's obviously all different circumstances, but it's not unheard of. Um, but it is unheard of in the Premier League, and I don't think the Premier League want that uh, name. name. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they want that case on them. I think they like to be the best of the best, and they want the best of the best. And City have got the power to be the best, so the Premier League definitely going to want them to be in there. Um, and Chelsea had the same thing, and it barely affected them. They went on to win the Champions League, so nothing's going to come from it. Liverpool and United fans are coming out of the woodwork saying we're going to we're going to get our titles back. Nah, no titles getting handed. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. You know what? As well, as a Liverpool fan, I don't want that title. Do you know I don't want either of them. Really getting on my nerves. Like Jose Enrique is just. Oh yeah, he bothers me. Shut up. It's when he's, he's like, everywhere. "Oh, you're getting back on some random like sport bible post on Instagram." You're like, "Mate, you weren't even very good. Like, chill out." He's <laughs> like, he's like, all I see on Twitter everywhere, just here and like. Like every obviously every player's got a right to have a voice, but when your voice is just spouting constant nonsense, I'm just like, oh god, this guy was so average. Just shut up. <laughs> it's like Alberto Moreno coming up. Yeah. It's literally life for life. But yeah, it's sure. like Danny Murphy. I can't stand Danny Murphy. I think he's an absolute yeah. <laughs> Some of his some of his nonsense he spouts is uh is yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say going back to um going back to City um and with potential breaches and if they're going to get away with it and whatnot um there's been a lot of talk this week about Premier League becoming the Super League in itself do you think that that is the case the amount of money that's been spent over January like do you think spent, what 60 million in January <laughs> what's that all up like you just cast your mind back to 10 years ago when Fernando Torres for 50 million was like third most expensive player of all time or whatever, like top 10. And now you've got the likes of just random people coming for 30 million, which isn't that much. Not that Fernando Torres was great for that 50 million, but like Bale for like 85. And now Mudrick's come for around that price and Anthony's come for that price and Nunes has come for that price. I'm not even just like, it's ridiculous. I don't think it's so much the, like the price of the players because it is just going to keep going up and up. Like it's just what happens, but it's this the the huge amount that's being spent in the Premier League by six or seven teams compared to nothing else yeah. anywhere else. So absolutely, a Super League's on its way. How it's formed and how they make it prettier so that the teams, so that fans kind of get blinded by it. But I think, yeah, I, in the next ten years there'll be a Super League. I'm pretty confident of it. And to be honest, as a fan of a team that's not in that. It, if there's a Super League, the Premier League have got to stay strong and just get rid of them, in my opinion. It won't happen. But yeah, they've had their warning as well. I think they'll opinion. find a way to have a Super League and it will just be like FIFA's mm-hmm. version of the Champions League. Um, but it, if I like, as a fan of someone that's not those top six, seven clubs, if Newcastle, I guess they might get invited to it. Um it would be so much more entertaining because everyone would have a chance. And I'm sure over yeah. time that we would find we'd end up getting another new top six and we'd always be talking about Wolves, Leicester and whoever. But would it be the same? It would though? be so so would, close. Would it be the same though, not having the likes of United, you know, like the most famous team? It wouldn't in make English a difference history. to me. If my team's competing for the Premier League title, I don't care who I'm competing against. But uh, like and obviously saying, nobody would watch it. Not that many people would watch it. Like but Leicester, you know, when they won the Premier League, yeah, they beat. They were beating Arsenal. They were beating Liverpool. They were beating United City. You know, they beat all of those teams. Would you not feel like I'm not saying? No, well, if those clubs have just abandoned all their fans and any any fought for them, I don't care what the hell they're doing. Yeah. I don't care who I'm playing. I I like 
right now we're playing Huddersfield. It's one of the worst days I've ever my life on Saturday, driving Huddersfield <laughs> and back. Just a state of depression of how bad that we are. Um, but yeah, I don't care who we're playing against. If we're winning games of football and we're competing and anyone can anyone can beat anyone, um, then yeah, great. I don't care. Just get spin them off. Fair enough. History doesn't matter if you're just going to chuck it all the way down down the pants for a load of money. They've had their warnings though as well, these top teams, with what happened a couple of years ago. So mm. that make you make steps very carefully because you'll make a lot of fans cross again. If you do, Liverpool, as a Liverpool fan, seeing they wanted to join the Super League, I was furious. I don't know about you, Ollie, and Chelsea. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I mean, to play devil's advocate a little bit, do you think this is just a natural progression of what of football at the minute? So, you know, say a decade ago, um, La Liga, specifically Real Madrid and Barca, were, were the hub of football and they were signing the top players. And do you think you just swing into the Premier League now? And do you think it's potentially swing back to another league or do you think it's going to be the Premier League to stay for, for the for the foreseeable? I'd say, I'd say the fact that you've got the amount of money in the Premier League and you see like Forrest going out and buying a whole new squad for 144 million or however much they spent, surely that's got some like that's and the amount of compet the amount of competition in the Premier League rivals any other league in my opinion. Yeah. So the, the fact that there is no such thing as an easy game in the Premier League, as you mm-hmm. said, we go and smash we smash City 1-0. Next week we lose to Forest 1-0. Like the, that competition you don't find anywhere else. Or or you do, but it's not as shocking, I don't I don't find. But that's obviously I watch the Premier League a lot more. Um but I think the Premier League has created such a like it's a product and it's like They've built it really well, to be fair, and they make they milk it to all it's worth. But like you say, the progression is to find more money from somewhere else. Once you've milked the Premier League, everything you can possibly get, and I don't think they can do much more. And um, tried to send it to America for a few games, didn't yeah, they? And everybody exactly. was like, "Hell no, we don't so, want that." Yeah, I think FIFA want a bit of the Champions Champions League, um, kind of their their Reputation. own version. Yeah, and I think that kind of makes sense for them. Um, how how it works and how it works and how it happens is a separate thing. But that's what I guess will happen. We'll have a FIFA Champions League and a UEFA Champions League kind of thing. Yeah. If you're listening, stick to the World Cup. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know how it will happen or what will happen today. I am feeling corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird time, and I also think at some point something's got to go horribly wrong. Like it can't just keep going up, and because what it feels like is every at some point every Premier League team is just going to be owned by like a whole like a Qatar or Saudi Arabia or like ridiculously or rich men. Yeah, um, I imagine if you looked at it now, America probably owns most of the most of the Premier League teams. Well, they own Chelsea, they own United, they own Liverpool. But like, how are own... you? How are you expected to compete? If you're just a like a, a normal football club, like if feels like United, it look, looks like they might be taken over by Qatar mm-hmm. yeah. as well. It's like the only way to compete is to get a country effectively is funding behind you. Well, the um, fact that royal family are in, like Saudi royal families are involved with Newcastle, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. But at some point, that's well. got to go wrong, yeah. or just become so ridiculous that. The Premier League creates its own Super League because the first twenty teams were owned by countries. I remember when um, I remember when the Super League was, you know, well, the Paris was trying to introduce Super League a couple of years ago, and I remember Gary Neville um, to, um, brought a case to government to try and introduce a football regulator, like, uh, and you know, to try and stop, you know, all these big money owners just trying to get their hands in the Premier League and and stop that from happening, but. I think that's probably too far gone now. Do you know what I mean? How many owners in the top six, potentially more, uh, have already got their their things in the pies and spending that big money? So, in terms of football regulator, that might be too late for the Premier League now. You know, to, to stop that. La Liga, like, have uh, we're like they they're falling behind the Premier League in terms like the money spent because 
because they have the rules in place and they use them and they stop Barcelona for spending ridiculous amounts of money. But now their product is being punished for for implementing rules. If the Premier League got on board and started punishing teams properly, like tell City, no, you're not spending spending all this money. Punish them. Punish Chelsea for this and put the rules in place, but they won't because it's making them so, those are the teams that are making them so much money. Like I think La Liga should be given so much credit but just yeah. like, for being ethical firm. and like saying like you can't just keep spending this ridiculous amount of money and and even though there are even rules on in like the La Liga as well like you know the the release clause rule like, no player is unbuyable like everybody's got a release clause. I mean Barcelona have taken it to the next level with saying <laughs> you're worth a billion pounds you're worth a billion pounds. like no you're not shut up but they they they. Premier League need to take a book out of La, take a leaf out of take a page take a leaf whatever <laughs> take a leaf out of book <laughs> look at La Liga and implement something like that. what do you think like what do you say to a rule where you can only sign a certain amount of players in a, in a transfer window to stop the likes of Forest signing twenty two not that the Forest know, wait, it just should, it's difficult because the, maybe that's not a very yeah, good example it's, it's, it's tough because every Premier every club is such a, like different in a, such a different situation. Like Brighton could sign twelve players and spend four million pounds and get twelve and sell players. one for seventy six. Yeah, to Chelsea. Yeah, so and his pants. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's tough to figure out how to stop it now. Uh, on ER, right? It's like it feels like it's it's gone too, too far. far gone. But we can't just. Well, we can. Just, we'll, we'll, we, we can talk about it and watch what happens. That's all we can, we can talk about it. But Phoebe, you know, what's you? On, on a little bit of a tangent, what's your opinion on Wrexham and Ryan Reynolds and, you know, a lower league t- club being taken over by Hollywood owners? What do you, what do you think about that? It's a, it's a great story. My worry, for, and it must be amazing to be a Wrexham fan, it annoys me that they get so much publicity with these big owners in, in the FA Cup game. Because if, if that was Solihull Moors playing Sheffield United... They, I don't think they would have got the coverage or anywhere near. The, it might have not even been on TV, and it annoys me that this TV money for those clubs is so massive, and a cup run like this is so massive that all the focus shifts to Wrexham, um, which is fair enough because they have got the Hollywood owners. But mm-hmm. I would like, I'd like there to be, and it annoys me on like like Sky Sports on Twitter. Like I've seen more Saudi Arabian uh, football clips on Sky Sports than I've seen League Two clips. Yes, like. Yeah. Yeah all season so like we've got clubs that are our own and we're just focusing on the like the the big stars and Wrexham might have earned that right they they perform really well in the FA Cup and deserve to be on TV but there's other clubs out there that deserve a chance as well but to answer the question it's great um it's an interesting story they can't take them so they can only take them so far and they'll meet because and then then it's then it's an interesting see what that happens because although they are like minted, they're not minted in the terms of a football loan. Yeah, they're not. No. Like, they're not like Chelsea. They're not like City. They're not well, like yeah, United. Just, not like yeah. Liverpool. Not like Arsenal. Not, not yeah. even like um, Newcastle. Mike Ashley. No, exactly. But but it's a great story. It is a great. It's story. a fun thing, but at the same time, I think Billy Sharp said it quite well. Just like what you're saying, oh, we're going to get onto the next round versus Tottenham. You've got to get past Sheffield United first. I think they were like, allowed. Remember, to, you are. They were allowed to enjoy it, though. I think you've got to. Like, no, but it's still quite funny. Oh, oh, I can't wait till we play Tottenham. Oh, wait, you're not going to because you've been knocked out by Sheffield United. I think I think me and, me and Sam spoke about that on our, on our podcast this week, but I think you've got to understand where Wrexham are coming from. They're non-league. They're against a, you know, against a championship side, which probably are going to go to the Premier League next year. And, you know, maybe there should have been someone monitoring what they're posting and what they're doing on social media. But I, I don't... Feel, I feel like you can't help but get excited when you perform so well at, at home in the, in the first leg. And, you know, realistically, they could have got through in the second round. You know, they, they took them to 90th minute, whatever it was. Yeah, so, not, I, mean, I, I, I feel for them a little bit on that side. Other teams, hasn't it? It's like, I mean, it's, it's just all, everything's so subjective. As in, like, Pretty similar when Barcelona beat Liverpool 3 0 in the first leg of the Champions League. And, like, or if we, 
yeah. And they said, oh, if we score one at Anfield and we're going to score one and then, you know, you come back and score four and they're, they're like, you just, it, it, all <laughs> suits you. it all suits you, but it all suits you for about 20 minutes and then second, and people are pulling clips up from about 20 years ago or tweets from somebody when they're about 12 saying, oh, I'm an Arsenal fan and they've signed for Tottenham. Everything is just so, like, out of context can be taken in anyway, I suppose, so. Yeah. yeah, it would have been fun if Wrexham got to Tottenham, and you know if they'd have beaten them, it would be even better. But they're not through, so I'm not too fussed. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I like flip flop. Like I get I get carried away with thinking that I need to hate them because it's everywhere. But then I'm, at the same time, like just like catch myself like it's still a non-league club and they're still doing great things. And like if you're a fan of Wrexham, it's just what every fan of that club or a club of well, it's a it's a big non-league club for a start, but anyone in non-league, that's like the dream, and they shouldn't be denied just because they're owned by Deadpool. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm trying I'm trying not to get sucked into this um you know football Twitter habit of of like you just touched on there, Luke, like hating on things. Like you shouldn't you should embrace football man. Like I know I know there are many annoying people and many people that love like Ronaldo as their profile pictures spouting absolute nonsense. But you you know I think it's easy to get sucked into that oh you know you posting so much about this like you start hating like you know it's it's football everyone loves football you know that's why we're talking about it you know because if there's one thing worse than a deluded fan of a club is you hate their own team <laughs> They're the ones who bother me the most. Especially yeah. when Liverpool fans saying, oh, clop out, clop out. And I'm just there like, oh, get a grip. I'll get rid of everybody else before I got rid of clop. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I think there's there's so much bad, or not bad, or just like the miserable stories of football. Like, I just need to enjoy the ones that are good. They're good fun for a bit. Get on the yeah. bandwagon. Yeah. And I'm just sat here and diss them. Up the Wrexham. Up the Wrexham. See you next year. Uh, yes. Um, fine. Right. That, let's get in. We'll do our underrated team of the season quickly. I has no preparation on this, so any contribution is uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, <laughs> I'll just chip in with the odd name here and there. <laughs> um, we'll go for it quick, and we'll do our uh, predictions for a couple of little games this weekend, and I'll give you the answer to the free players oh, Christ, if you haven't got them already. Um, right, so keepers, what's, what's your name, Ben? David Raya. Right, fair enough. He's in. I think, I don't know if he's underrated. Apparently, he's rejected two contract offers from Brentford. Um, so he's off somewhere. I guess he's off to United. Um, That'd be a good signing. To, he's literally a direct replacement. To be yeah. fair, I've always said any most keepers in the Prem are pretty good. Yeah. Like, out of the 20, I'd say I'd probably take about. 16 <laughs> like and now and now Kalor Navas is at Nottingham Forest oh, 17 <laughs> where's that come from where's that come from <laughs> yeah he was good as well against Leeds um yeah I went for Burn Bird Leno um I think he's been really good and I feel like everyone loves a bit of David Raya and um Hugo. Robert Sanchez Hugo Sanchez going back a bit <laughs> um a Mexican guy yeah um, so yeah, I thought Leno's been really good as well. Fulham, I've, my team's predominantly Fulham, Brentford, and Brighton. Um, unsurprisingly, really. Um, but uh, yeah, I think all three of those keepers are well. Leno, Leno's less so, but Leno's the yeah. most under the radar shout. I'll give you that. Yeah, Sanchez and um, Raya, Raya, are definitely. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were snapped up by the likes of Chelsea and United in the summer. I'll chuck in. Uh, I'll chuck in Kepper. You know, you might you might be slating me here, but you know he has got the highest save percentage in the league. You know, and Kepa has been slated over yeah, the past the highest transfer fee in the league. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, and when Mendy Mendy, you know, was winning the Champions League with Chelsea, you just thought that Kepa's days at Chelsea were over. Um, so it's nice to see a little bit of a renaissance in in the yeah, bloke. So. A bit of a redemption. And um, Lisa Belaga. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's a fair shout. I'm happy to go for Leno. Should we do an agreed one? Yeah, go on then. Leno's in. Leno. Let's do it. Uh, right back. Who have you gone for? 
Ben did mention to me before the podcast, I'm not going to like one of his picks. So when, yeah, when I think you'll happens, be able to tell. Which <laughs> if Darwin Nunes is anywhere near this It's team, not Darwin Nunes. It's going to be sick. No, I can't remember who I've put it right back. So you I've, I've continued on the Fulham train. I've gone for Kenny Tete. I haven't watched that much, but when I watched him again, it was Chelsea, actually. But, uh, it was Chelsea last week, and um, mm-hmm. he just absolutely, I think he got me on a match. Um, but yeah, he was just solid. Yeah. Um Reese James was playing, but I oh, like, the only right back I noticed was Kenny Tess. Tim Reaver left back. <laughs> and about, oh. Good knowledge. I've gone for Wamba Saka. Okay. Just, I was I was I was just about to say him actually to be fair. I was gonna go Wamba Saka. And he gets quite a lot of hate, and I never thought it was particularly fair. It's quite hard to be an English right back when you're not James, Trent, uh Trippier Walker. And I think for a while he was better than a couple of those names. I think his, it's even though, he, again, he's had like a little bit of a redemption, but I don't think, I mean, Dallow was straight back in yesterday, but now he's fit um, yesterday, yeah. yesterday or whenever they played Leeds. Um, so I still think he's second choice at United. So I don't, it's, again, it's nice to see him. He just needs a move, basically. He's not, he's not good enough to play for Man United, to start for Man United. I think he is. He's definitely well, not. I think he is. He definitely isn't. Would you have him? No, but I've got Trent. Trent. He's better than Trent. <laughs> you would have conceded less goals and you wouldn't have scored any difference. So in all fairness, probably. Trent hasn't really been playing. We've been playing flipping 90 million year old James Milner at right back. So be thankful I didn't bring him up. I, I think I've won this one again. I think Kenny Tate has been better than. Um, I'd rather have Kenny Tate than Aaron Wambasaka if I was buying these. I don't think I would, but since me and Ollie went for Wambasaka, he's getting in. Oh, fine. He's not played that much. He's played like five games. And he's great. If he's played more than 10 games this season, I'll give it I'm going to go centre-back, number one, Sven Botman. No. I think he's been too... He's not that underrated, is he? He's not under the radar enough for yeah. you. I've Fair actually enough. gone for Fabian Sharp. Oh, I've put him in as well. Cause, yeah, because I oh. think he's... Like everyone talked about Botman because he was the one that they signed under, like one of the first signers when, when the Saudi owners came in. Bringing in Tim Ream. Tim Ream's a good shout. Oh, you got Tim Ream in your FPL? Yeah. <laughs> I do. He's on the bench, and I've played. I've played bench boost. I've just turned it on, put bench boost on. So, I think Tim Ream's actually decent. You know, for an older older gentleman, you think he's had a good season so far? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that thing earlier in the season that um, Pep said to him, like, if he weren't, like, 33 or whatever it is, then he would have signed him. (laughs) He might be making that up. Um, But maybe he did say that. Oh, that's on the bingo, actually. Pep to have a weird conversation with somebody. I actually went for Ben Mee. I heard that too. Oh, Ben Mee. Ben Mee's a shout. Ben Mee's not a shout. Who we put in from the two? Let's go Ben Mee and Shah. Okay, I'm happy with that. Tim, I'm sorry. But I would have, I would have put you in, but you're 33. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, left back. Who have you gone for? I've gone for Purvis Estupino. I knew you were going to say him. Big man. I really rate him. Watching him smash Liverpool three times this season. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Just, I think he's just a workhorse. Like, I'd have him at Liverpool. To be honest, I've had quite a lot of the Brighton team at Liverpool. Man. Yeah, it's because they're above you. Yeah. So, they are just better. <laughs> Um, I went for Rico Henry, but I'm happy to have Esther Pino in there. Yeah, um, get him in. He'll be off to Chelsea in the summer. Yeah, well, Graham Potter's buying the whole team. Right, I don't know how many midfielders I put in. I think I've gone for a four-four-two, but I can change it to a four-four-three. Four-four-three, if you want. So we'll start. Got four, three, three. We'll start in central midfield. I'm. I've gone for Pelinia for Fulham. Yep. Um, who's just been solid in the middle of the park. Um, and also, I've got Pascal Gross, because I think all the Brian midfielders have been given a lot of love, except uh, the boy Pascal, who's having an absolute blind of the season as well. Um, so, see, McAllister's been doing bits. Mm-hmm. Winning um, the World Cup. Winning the World Cup on, on, on the way. Trotside obviously got a lot of love before he left. Um, but I think... Matoma as well. Yeah, Matoma too, yeah. But Ma- Ma- Pascal's been mm-hmm. doing a great job in there as well. I have gone back. I say that obviously. I've gone for Pereira. Right. Yeah. What a uh, what a redemption story Pereira's got because he was 
like a Man United wonder kid. Yeah, he was a Man United wonder kid turned like worst player to ever play for Manchester United. And then all of a sudden, he's smashing it at Fulham. Yeah. I also went for Paulinho, which is actually what I meant to say first, but I went, I went for Pereira. So Fulham link up in the middle of the park. I also went for 4 3 3. So I've got a bit of a bigger name here that you'll have to hear me out on. Oh, Bruno Fernandes. I <laughs> in United's I think it's similar to the to the Brighton similar <laughs> to the Brighton thing um, okay. with Pascal Gross like a lot of the other players in that squad are getting the recognition yeah. and I think Bruno's been probably United's third best player this season behind Casemiro and uh, Rashford but I, I don't think people talk about Fernandes and his impact on the team was huge when he first came and everybody was like oh my god what a player and then they went and signed um, Ronaldo. So all of a sudden, that was sort of like, you're not even the best Portuguese player at the club anymore. Or what a fairy tale. He's come back to the team he loves and that's all gone down the drain. But I think I think Fernandes deserves a bit more recognition for what he's doing at United. Yeah, annoyingly, I think you are right. Um, I did have him in and then changed formation and got rid of him because I didn't really like having a Man United player in there. Um, I know I've put two United players in there, uh-huh. but I, I think, yeah, he's having a good season. It, a, a bit a of bit a redemption as well, and yeah, compared to the likes of Rashford, Casemiro. Who... I was going to say, is is Ericsson worth an honourable mention? Because yeah. you know Ericsson is a top player, but did we ever expect he's going to get back to those levels again? And, and Ten Hag's got him running to the ground still, you know. I know he's he's out for it with for a while now with a serious injury, but Ericsson has surprised me this year. I think he's done he's done well. Especially as well, because we're like we see like Casemiro's gone mm-hmm. and we're like Cat like Man United aren't as good about Casemiro, but as it also happens to be the same kind of the same games that Ericsson hasn't been there as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know, that might be a factor. And at least Ericsson's injured because he's injured, not because he strangled a guy and also got suspended for getting too many yellow cards, which is Casemiro's own fault. So keep piping on about Casemiro, Ben, but he's still not as good as Rodri. To be honest, neither of them are as good as Stefan Beshetic, so it doesn't really matter. I have to still remember what his name is. Also, I thought a few midfielders deserved a shout. I thought um, Onana from Everton. Yeah. Um, Corey from Palace deserved a bit of a shout. And there was somebody else, but I've completely forgotten who. And Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about Declan Rice as well. He's kind of just not really been mentioned. But I think he's still having He's season. not been at the heights of yeah. his usual. Well, West Ham haven't been at his level, maybe. Oh, I like him. <clears throat> um, but yeah, for what, so what three are we settling on? Colleen has got to go in there. Pauline... I like Pereira. Yeah, I like Pereira. Oh, I've I've made the midfield. Yeah, I'm happy with that, to be honest. Unfortunate for whoever the guy said. Gross. That's kind of gross. Oh, no. I'd happily put Gross in over Pereira, to be honest, if you want to do that. No, I only agreed with Pereira. No, Flip a coin. Flip a coin. It doesn't matter. Right. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Front three, then. Right wing. William. Oh, he's back. What is it with these Brazilians going to Fulham, turning into themselves? Yeah. Yeah, that was... I went for... um, I had two names. I had Elise, but I think I might have been a bit excited about that one. I couldn't think. And also, I thought Kulazewski deserves more more recognition, but I still don't think he's under the radar enough. I couldn't think, basically. Yeah. So, do your worst. Yeah, I, I reckon we go for... Uh, Let's go for him. I also, I, I, at the start of the season, I tweeted that William was like the most Fulham signing ever, expecting him to just not appear. Like maybe score, like Scherler back in the day, score an absolute worldie at some point. Against um, Chelsea. Yeah, and then and like Ryan Barbel started on fire and then just disappear yeah. and take a wave. But um, he's put a shift in for the, the whole season so far, as far as I'm aware. So, fair play to him. His yeah. next club, he's got to have to be Brentford. He's just going to do a tour of London <laughs> and then work his way to QPR. <laughs> yeah. Take him at QPR. Oh, I would take anyone at this point. <laughs> no, not that best, but okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, fair play. I, didn't also, I also wanted to mention Brian and Bramer. I don't know where you put him in your front three these days, but um, 
I thought, he, I thought he's been a pretty pretty good player. Yeah. I think uh, get him in. But where? Where do we get him in? Well, we don't get him in because yeah, he's got, get in. We've got, um, got William. William. Uh, left wing. Left. I want to start this one. Gnonto from Leeds. Oh, that's such a good shout. <laughs> I feel so bad for Solly March. Solly March has been on the right, hasn't he? This... Can we put Solly March on the right? Yeah, get Solly March in. Another player who's run Liverpool down a few times. Yeah. So get him in. Yeah, I've seen Gnonto a few times. He's so good to watch. He's going to be another big... How, how old are you? 19? He's on, he is so, so good. He's, he scored against United. Yeah, the other day. Seconds, whatever it was. But yeah, yeah, they felt like Liverpool. <laughs> I watched him against. Uh, it was Cardiff in the FA Cup. I don't know, Cardiff, but um, yeah, he looks like an unreal player. Get him in. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Up top. Who are we going for? Dart. No. I for Ivan Tony, but I don't think that's under the shout under the radar enough. No. So this is where I come in with my dodgy pick. Oh, God. So you're gonna actually genuinely have to hear me out on this one. Firmino. This season, this season, before he got injured, yeah. was Liverpool's most important player. And it's easy to say, Oh, we're missing Jota, we're missing Diaz, missing Van Dyke, missing this, that. Firmino has carried us in games this season. And I don't think he has got that recognition. And everybody's always on, this is from the Liverpool perspective, people are on Firmino's back a lot. But he got us through games at the start of the season. He got he dragged us to points, which is, we've only got about two this season. So He's a difference between relegation. He genuinely is the, the, genuinely, I think Firmino deserves a shout. Right. I just wanted to get it out there. But yeah. In your defence, I think there must be a reason that the Liverpool are looking to give him a, con- a new contract. So, yes, you might be right that he has been one of the better performers when he's been there this season. Not hard. However, that's still ridiculous and is nowhere going anywhere near this team. Um, I went for Brennan Johnson. Oh, come on, man. So, I just oh. think... I mean, he's got, I think he's got like five, five goals in Forest this season, which is a lot of goals if you've never not in Forest. And since their resurgence back up uh, out out of the relegation zone, he's been crucial to that. Um, scored an absolute whopper against Leeds at the weekend. Um, so yeah, just there's not that many strikers that are under the radar because the strikers that are performing are the ones that we know about. Um, mm-hmm. But Ben Johnson was the one that came to mind. Ben's looking at stats right now, trying to defend his Firmino. Um, <laughs> not having that. I'm having Firmino. Yeah, well. there is, there are like Tony and Mitchell. Liverpool's average top average rating. He's also our top goal scorer this season, well, and he's been injured since how about how many's he got before wow. November. He's got seven goals. He's that's in. pretty much seven. In. He's not in. He's in. I'm the one that's going to sweep the picture. So no, come on. Seven goals in the Premier League. He got injured in like November. He didn't go to the World Cup. Oh, nah. What? He's How going under the radar. How is, in. not going to the World Cup? I don't know. Something that's going to back you up. Look Anthony went and they got knocked out in, by Croatia. Firmino's there. He knows what Dejan Lovren likes to do. He's getting round him. Firmino, I salute you. No, Johnson's not um, in. He's right. on the bench. <laughs> yeah, Johnson's on the bench. Firmino's in. Nice. Um, Ollie, you'll have to decide. Also, I mean, Eddie and Ketty are also... I mean, it's he's not he's not underrated him. anymore. Yeah. But if we'd gone back a couple of weeks, um, yeah, sort of about Eddie and Ketia now everybody is. So he's had like a mass like his like line on his graph has gone shooting up because everyone just suddenly rates him. But um, when Jesus got injured, people were worried for Arsenal and uh, uh, because like, they had Enketia as the only backer. Yeah, but he's proved himself. Yeah, the other guy from Arsenal, the other strikers, done all right as well. Over oh, okay. in France, yeah, yeah, it's only France though. And when he was in the Championship, he was poor. So, true. Uh, let's stay on that. But we have seen players go from Arsenal go to France before and come back absolute beasts. Looking at you, yeah, but who's that? Um, Saliba. Tavares is playing great for Marseille as well. <laughs> who's rubbish? Saliba. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Guendouzi. Firmino's in. Nice. Right. Ollie, you'll have to decide. It's Johnson for me. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll have to decide then. It's for me now. Right. right, okay. Finally then. Can he be an honourable mention, please? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
um, the goal. Let's get some predictions done, and then we'll get back to the beat the Ben uh, clues. Christ. Um, so, Ollie, this is mainly for you, but Ben will chime in as well. Uh, West Ham, Chelsea, your boys, half 12 kickoff on Saturday. What's your prediction? This is the start <laughs> of an incredible run under Graham Potter. For West Ham. <laughs> Three, one, Chelsea. I'm going 1-0 Chelsea. I'll go. Not quite at it yet. What? Yeah, I'll go 1-0 Chelsea as well. Mudrick, please. Yeah. Uh, Badashiel would be nice. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering his name, but if he wants to score, that'd be great. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Arsenal. Oh, did we say Arsenal-Brentford? Yeah. Arsenal-Brentford will do that one. That's a big one too. I'm going to go for 1-1. One, one. I'm going to say Arsenal scrape it 2 1. Arsenal scrape it 3 2. High scorer. Nice kickabout in the, in the park tweet from Gabriel after the game. Again. Yeah. Get over that joke. Uh, Crystal Palace Brighton. <clears throat> M45. Yeah, I love a good Barbie. Uh... I'm going to say Crystal Palace have been poor recently. So. I'm going to say Crystal Palace win 2 0. No logic there, really. But against Brighton? Yeah. Really? I'm going 2 0 Brighton then. I mean, Deserby's got them playing well, but I'm going to say this is a fat 0 0 draw. Well, 1 0. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> if memory serves me correctly. Right then, on to Sunday's game. We're doing some. How many have we done? Three. Three so far, mate. Right. So Leeds, Man United. We're back again with these guys. Seem like pay each other every week at the minute, but um, I think Man United will get this one three-one. United. I think Miro mm. being out was a massive loss, and now they've got Eric's now, which means McFred's back. Um, got Sabitzer. It's got Sabitzer. Yeah. It's. Or Sab. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one-nil United. One-nil United win. I'm going to go one all. Okay, fair enough. Then, last but not least, well, many least, um, <laughs> Liverpool, Everton. I think this is going to be, this could be a really intense one, you know. This is, like, this is going to be, there's going to be two red cards. <laughs> it's going to be three all. It's going to be an absolute mad game. Neil Moorpart is going to get sent off. Yeah. As well as Andy Robertson, deservedly for she had about five this season, but um, Fabinho, <laughs> yeah. So a free all, massive game. Where 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 is it at? Is it at Anfield? Yeah. Oh, Anfield. Anfield. It's at Anfield. So I'm going to go two 0 Everton win. Oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> there's only there's one correct answer, which I really hope doesn't happen. It's nil nil. 90, no, 97 be. minutes of painful nothingness no, is what it will be. be. Nil nil. Or 8 nil Liverpool. Darwin Nunes gets all eight. Come on! No, it'll be nil nil. No, it won't be. It can't be nil nil. I'm just Or 1 nil to Liverpool. We'll pick one. Nil nil. Darwin right. Nunes. Right. Okay. Last but not least on the podcast, then. Um, we've got three players. The links between. Martin Caceres, Johnny, Johnny Evans, David James. and David James. So, I'm guessing you've got no idea, so I'll give you some clues. I've got a bit of a, an idea, Go just on. knowing you. Something to do with Valentine's Day, is that coming up? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it is, it is topical. Um, so, I will give you um, one of them. Right, so, Johnny Evans is number six. Caceres is number... No, that's just that's the only one that's about a number. I'll give you that one first. Johnny Evans is number six. David James, his name is David James. Now I don't expect Ollie to get it from this point, based on it being uh, a TikTok that I saw recently. And LeBron James, you got it. You have got it. It's all linked to LeBron James because of James. Right, it's the number six, right? And. Martin Caceres currently plays in Los Angeles. Number four. Still don't get the John Evans being number I six. I mean, I just need a number six that you weren't going to get. Well, you really get. But... What's the number six about? 
It's LeBron James's number. Oh, I thought he was, I'm thinking of Michael Jordan. He was that before. Right. I mean, without your without your clues, Luke, that would have been I would have been dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very interested to see if anyone gets that. Um, Do you know what? I'm coming with you for. I'm going to make a game for you next week and make it absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to do a guess who I guess who I am through players I've played with. Well, I just thought LeBron James deserved a shout out on the podcast. Liverpool fan. Um, oh yeah. Got that. Um, I mean, you are the king of king of links. I think have you ever watched Only Connect? I think you'd smash that, bro. What David not Dickinson, he just Oh David Mitchell, his wife presents it, doesn't she? His wife, yeah. His wife does it, yeah. Really ridiculous. It's like the university challenge meets pointless or something. Yeah. It's very, very articulate. Time I didn't I've watched it and never get any of them. Alright. Well there you go. I'm gonna put that on TikTok. If someone gets that Absolutely, you're having a shout out. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, incredible. But last week's link was yellow, so it has to get harder than that. Yeah, but I've got those ones. <laughs> they weren't ridiculous. They weren't stupid, like flipping Martin Caceres. <sighs> I was going to do all, I was going to do Daniel James, uh, LeBron David James. James, and Reese James, but it would just be too obvious. Uh, so, do you know what? I would not have got that. Yeah, well, I'd probably got the three off the 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 uh, career paths, which I didn't even do today. Yeah, no, I've no. thrown this one in the bin. This was stupid. <laughs> this whole podcast's gone downhill for me now. But yeah, thank you, Ollie, very much for joining. Um, yeah, no, I- thank you. <laughs> no, anytime, like anytime. It's good to jump on and chat with you boys. You produce the best football content on the internet. So, yeah. I'll say that after what we've just recorded. <laughs> keep it up, boys. Keep it up. <laughs> we'll definitely, we'll definitely rejoin if like a couple. Well, we've got the, uh, we've got the FBL Cup soon as well um, in the, in the yeah. corridor thing. So, and obviously if it does start to go down to the wire in the FBL world, we'll have to jump on before the last couple of games of the season and have a For chat. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, nice one, lads. As a neutral, Luke, who do you think is going to turn it around? Who do you think is going to finish higher in the table out of Chelsea-Liverpool? I, yeah. I, I think that Chelsea are, will be all right. I think Potter will get the boys together. If I, I, I am, As much as they spent a ridiculous amount of money in, the, in January, they did need reinforcements. They didn't really need to spend the money to get them. But um, like a Mudrick, if he turns up, Felix, if he turns up. I mean, it's a lot of ifs, but... Like there's the there's enough players there that if Potter can get a set on an eleven and stick with it, I think they'll be okay. <clears throat> but the problem yeah. problem Klopp's got is he's already picked an eleven and they're all rubbish. So <laughs> that's what his problem is. Um, so I think I, I think they'll both be okay. I think Chelsea will get. I think Chelsea will get Europa League. I don't think Liverpool will get anything. Do we get Conference? No, fighting better than you. We're finishing on top of Chelsea this season. Mark my words. Me. He's, a, he's a good person to ask because he hates us both. Yeah, exactly. But Graham Potter just kind of maybe swaying me a bit. But yeah, well, there is that. And you like a lot of the Chelsea players, like Rhys James. You don't really like any Liverpool Sterling. players. Sterling. Love Sterling. You hate yeah, all Liverpool players. And you hate Klopp. No, I hate Klopp. Liverpool are much rather more easy to hate. No, I just hate them both. I'd probably say Chelsea are more easy to hate. Yeah, Chelsea are quite easy to hate as well. Because I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> I'd say they're probably the two most hated clubs. Nah, United are absolutely really? despised, I'd say. I don't really mind them. I think quite a lot of people hate United. But do you, I don't know. I was going to say, like, I respect United. What about City? Do you think they've gone downhill in people's like, estimation? I think because nobody really knows any City fans. Nobody really hates them that much. I know a City fan. Mm. Fine, fine. Take it back. Still don't like City, though. Uh, yeah. I think. I think there was a survey actually. Spurs are the most hated team in in the in the country because mm. Chelsea hate them, West Ham hate them, and Arsenal, Arsenal hate, them. hate them. Yeah, and Brentford hate them. Don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Just, just made that up probably. So I don't know. Ollie, do you think you'll get anything? I think I think we will. You know, you're asking a Chelsea fan, so I'm going to be biased there. But I think we'll turn it around. Um, I don't think we'll get Champions League spot though. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we'll turn it around. League hopes are there, are, like as in 
in the actual competition itself? Well, I don't know. Well, we've got we've got Dortmund next week. Um, Could be we've never played Dortmund. I don't think we've ever played Dortmund competitively. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Obviously, Jude Bellingham is is unreal. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. I. I can see us beating Dortmund. I can see us getting through, but then getting smacked in the next round by by I don't know, Bayern, PSG, whoever whoever's there. So it might be your best way into the Champions League is to win the Champions League, probably. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's been done before, knocking old poor Tottenham out like a decade ago. So um, I don't think our Champions League hopes have got much of a chance. We've got Madrid, <laughs> Real Madrid. I reckon you'll win that. Don't know why. I don't like Real Madrid either. Do you like Liverpool more than Real Madrid? No. <clears throat> but to be fair, Madrid have been on some pretty bad form. Apparently, Carlo's in a bit of trouble over there. But um, he'll still smash us because he's got about four Ballon d'Or winners in that team. And yeah. Jordan Henderson. No disrespect to Jordan Henderson. All right. We'll, wrap it up. we'll let Ollie get back to uh, his life. His life, yeah. But thank you very much <laughs> Make sure you check out the B2B Sports podcast. Um, enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, what time? Um, it is on at 11.30 Sunday evening, I believe it starts. Luke, you watched it last year with us. so uh, And you, I think you went to work the next day after you did. So um, <laughs> you don't have to do that again this year. I stayed up for the halftime show, which I really enjoyed. And then thought, right, it's not going any better for me because I don't really understand the rules. So <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad, bad day. Especially as they didn't, Bengals didn't even win. But next year, yeah. Bengals, yeah. Um, and the Jags. Are we still in the same league, the Jags? Well, you can't get red gate at all. Can okay, you not? No. You're still bottom then. No, you're all right. No, the Jags, are, the Jags are decent. You made it to the playoffs this year. And you beat, you beat, um, you won the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, oh, you're up and coming. I expect you to do pretty well next year. Right. That's that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>